Welcome to the Empire Builders Podcast, teaching business owners the not-so-secret techniques that took famous businesses from mom-and-pop to major brands. Stephen Semple is a marketing consultant, story collector, and storyteller. I'm Stephen's sidekick and business partner, Dave Young. Before we get into today's episode, a word from our sponsor, which is, well, it's us. But we're highlighting ads we've written and produced for our clients. So here's one of those. We call him Baffled Bill. Baffled Bill learned stuff the hard way. Loves the great outdoors, always wanted an RV. Kids were going to love it, wife was going to love it. He couldn't fail. Bought that RV, gathered the family, and took them camping. Oops, turns out, uh, not everyone loves the great outdoors. Never saw it coming. Bill turns his face to the sky. My kingdom for a mulligan. But no one answers. See, there's only one RV dealer that lets you change your mind after the ink is dry and the money changed hands. And that's Rick Showers at Noble RV. Right, Rick? That's right, Bob. Wait, is that true? You actually buy back one of your used RVs if the customer changes their mind? You got it, Bob. Seriously? For any reason? Right again, Bob. Poor baffled Bill. Well, at least you can learn from his mistake. And that's Noble. NobleRV.ca. Stephen Semple, t- today we're going to talk about Coca-Cola. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. We're doing yet another departure. We've been doing those lately. Yeah. It's not even really empire building. It's it's like how somebody that had an empire tried to kill it. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but there's a lesson to be learned here, you know, because because often we hear Clients that come to us that sit there and say, you know, I just, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd like the consumer to behave differently. It'd be better if they, you know, if they shopped at these times or they behaved in this manner or they did this, that, and the other thing. And we're always saying you can't use advertising to change the behavior of a customer. And I came across this around Coca-Cola and I found this fascinating because look, let's face it, Coca-Cola is arguably one of the most successful advertisers on the planet. Sure. One of the most successful brands, they have, they have a huge budget, like they've been doing it forever. The company's been around since 1886, was founded by, by John Pemberton. And even when he founded Coca-Cola, he started with a big advertising budget. So by 1912, they were spending a million dollars a year in advertising, which was a huge budget at the time. That's like 30 oh. million, that's 30 million dollars in, in today's dollars. And also think about how small the population was in comparison yeah. for that $30 million. So, so really it's probably more like a 400, $500 million budget if you adjusted it for inflation and population. So they've been great, done it for a long time, hugely successful, big budgets, but they had this one little problem. And this problem was they discovered that people were not asking for the product by name. They weren't setting they, up and saying, I'd like a Coca-Cola, please? No, they were standing up and saying, I'd like a Coke. Oh, a Coke. A Coke. And for the longest time, the company wasn't happy about it. They decided consumer behavior must change. We must change consumer behavior. Consumers must use the full name. We are Coca-Cola. We have big advertising budget. We know what we're doing. So we are turning our marketing muscle to changing consumer behavior. We will bend the customer to our will, right? (laughs) So all we're asking to say is Coca-Cola, damn it. Just instead of Coke, Coca, just add Coca. Two syllables, easy, right? So here's what they did. In 1913, they started running an ad that said this, Coca-Cola, ask for it by its full name, then you will get the genuine. That was the advertising campaign. And they tried various things for almost 40 
years. They to get people to quit saying Coke. To get people to sweat, quit saying Coke. In 1942, they finally waved the white flag. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap up this story and tell you how to apply this lesson to your business right after this. Brought to you by the Least Full of Shit Marketers Association of America. Yes, that's a low bar, but we clear it mightily. We're also the largest pay-per-performance branding group in North America, and that part's for reals. If you're looking for advertising advice geared towards local owner-operated companies, this is your podcast. And now you can pick the brains of these advertising geniuses over lunch without having to pay for lunch or even leave your office. We're talking 90 minutes of straight answers to all your burning questions about lead generation, customer acquisition, mass media branding, how to get off the paper crack treadmill, anything you want. And the only coin required is candor. Because we can't give no bullshit advice without basing it off no BS data on your company, competitive landscape, operations, and all that jazz. We send you a pre-Zoom questionnaire. You fill it out candidly and boom. Bob's your uncle, you're in like Flynn, and we'll be frank as fuck in giving you the straight scoop on all the advertising and business growth questions you always wanted to know, but were too afraid to ask. You'll also get our no pitching and no bitching guarantee. No pitching means we won't pitch you or try to sell you in any way. If you want more after 90 minutes, you'll have to ask. And no bitching means if you don't think the meeting was worth your 90 minutes, we'll send you 100 bucks. Consider it us picking up the tab for lunch and putting our money where our mouth is. Sound like a not-so-full-of-shit offer? Well, that is what we're known for. Take us up on it at empirebuildersprogram.com. Let's pick up our story where we left off, and trust me, you haven't missed a thing. In 1942, they finally waved the white flag, and they trademarked Coke. That's a, it blows my mind. Yes. After beating their brains against a brick wall of trying to bend the consumer to their will, all they had to do was say... I um, can you trademark Coke for me, please? Trademark. I'm I'm actually surprised no other competitor trademarked Coke, and I would have really messed with them. Right? Yeah. That's, I mean, what I, that's what I would have done. I would have messed with their head, and I would have trademarked it. But but here's the interesting thing: not even the mighty Coca-Cola can change this one simple behavior of getting the consumer that this little teeny tiny word Coca, four letters, two syllables. In the name Cola. It, it's amazing how hard it is to get people to to change a habit, especially once they've made their mind up, right? When, when I when I decide that's how I'm that's what I'm going to call this thing, and the retailer knows darn well what I mean, right? I go into a cafe or someplace and order a Coke. They know what I want, right? And then we get customers like who are in home services or plumbers and things like that, and say, you know what? What I'd really like to do is uh, is, is can we have it so that customers don't call us at at night when they're when they're home from work or weekends? Because no, it would be, be really way way it would be way better if they could wait until Monday. Coca Cola couldn't get a person to say Coca Cola. You know, it makes me think. Of, you know, one of our business partners. I love you know Mick Torbay for saying this. You know, we do not serve our clients by supporting their delusions. Yeah. Right? right now, if you think you can change a consumer's behavior, you are deluded. Meet the customer where they're at. Give them what they want. Yeah. I agree with you and I agree with Mick. At the same time, we also are smart enough to steer the bull in the direction the bull wants to go. Right. And, and that's a yeah. phrase that we use with our customers, our consulting clients. 
And if they're dead set on going a certain direction, I mean, you, there's only so much you can do, right? You can say, yeah, I don't think you ought to do that. But if it's your company and if that's what you want to do, I'm going to do yeah. everything I can right. to make that happen. And just for clarity, what, what Dave's talking about here is when we get somebody who's wanting to hire us for advertising, we're saying this is a bad idea and they still want to do it. We're going to try to figure out how to make it work. But I beg people not to do that. I go, don't think you can change consumer behavior. Please, please, please just don't. Just don't go down that path, you know, and, and usually what they'll wrap it in is, well, what, well, what I'd really like to do is educate the consumer. <laughs> I need to educate them. Kind of like saying, ask for it by its full name, because we're educating you on how to order it. Ask for it by its full name. You, you just, you're just not going to win that battle. So what empire builders have done that we've noticed from these other podcasts is they've done things that the consumer values. They've made themselves better known or given a better product or done things in a better way that has made them beloved by the consumer. They haven't fought with the consumer. They've actually embraced the consumer and made it cheaper, better, faster, easier, better known, more entertaining, all of those, all of those, all of those things. More convenient. built an empire. All of it. Yeah. Have a Coke and a smile. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share us, subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and leave us a big, fat, juicy five-star rating and review at Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to schedule your own 90-minute Empire Building session, you can do it at empirebuildingprogram.com. Empire Building.